chocolate is my nemesis slash my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> Love hate situation. Chocolate is my frenemy. <laughs> oh man, I friggin' love chocolate. I know. I know. Welcome to the Basically Being Better podcast. A show for all you people out there just trying to get a little bit better every day. Now here's your hosts, Rachel and Abby. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Basically Being Better. I'm Abby. And I'm Rachel. And uh, this episode is about sugar. Wow. Yeah. Sugar. Yeah, it's a good one. You know, I love talking about my diet and this, I'm um, just, you know, ready to do it. Cool. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. Before we start, do you have a brag for this week? I do, and I've been holding out and not telling you. I know. I've been trying to guess what it is. <laughs> it's a real good one. Tell me, tell me. Um. So, a couple of weeks ago, I realized my entire outfit at work was held together by safety pins because all the buttons oh. had popped off different things. And last weekend, I got some buttons off a friend and I sewed them onto my pants and my top. So I have a safety pinless and I wore it on Monday. Oh safety my pinless outfit. Oh my gosh. That must have taken a lot to not point out on the day. Oh yeah, it did. You're like, gotta save this for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was like, I'm saving it. I can't tell anyone. <laughs> oh, that is a great brag. Yeah. So I did some, um, it's not, they're not like uh, very tidily sewn on buttons. They're just sort of like, I whack it up through the hole and back down. and. But they're on, they're doing the job. Yeah, so my pants stayed up, which was better than what it was happening before because I had like one safety pin holding the top together, but because it was different to the button location, it, the zip would fall down all the time. So then uh-huh. I had a safety pin holding the zip up and then I had a safety pin on the top that was tucked into pants and yeah. That sounds like a lot of admin if you need to go to the bathroom. Oh, the bathroom. That's why my bathroom trips take so long. <laughs> i got to undo all the safety pins. It all makes <laughs> sense now. <laughs> oh, good work. Yeah, so that's my brag. That's a good one. Yeah. You were underselling it, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a little activity, but it was enough. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. An achievement. Yeah. So do you have a brag? I do, and it's kind of a joint one, because we both went to a box fit class on Tuesday night. Oh, uh, yeah. And it was so much fun. It was so much fun. I think I even looked at you in the middle of the class and was like, this is so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. And I'm still so sore. Oh, man. The second day soreness has really kicked in today. Yeah. Yep, legs are definitely stiffening up. Yep, I we have so many stairs at work, and oh my god, we, oh, I've been in a lot of pain today. It's tough. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that was that was such a fun activity. I can't wait to go back next week. Yeah, I probably sh- I probably will be moving properly by then. Hopefully, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, a week's probably enough time to recover. Yeah. And it was awesome because it was kind of like, because there was leg, there was like a leg activity and a punching activity and they sort of rolled into one, but you didn't feel like you were doing, you'd like hated either activity by the end of it. Like I wasn't. You did them for such a short Mm. amount of time that it was like, yeah, I can do this. This isn't bad, whatever. And then you got a break by holding the bag for the other person. So it was actually really cool. It was really fun it was really fun and it was great like getting your anger out yeah i just wanted to yell things at you while you were doing it though i was like i just and like encouragement like go rachel hit him hit him where it hurts like you did a really good job of like encouraging words Dig it, in. <laughs> it was definitely like a pump up class it was and i honestly i just couldn't control myself i was like you have to stop yelling nobody else is yelling at their partner just you are you didn't yell back at me i I was too busy, like, trying to hold on to the bag. I'm like, this is hard work, and, and it's meant to be my break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, it, well, you like, your biceps holding the bag were like, oh, gosh, this is, uh, this is, this is work. Yep, yep. Mm. Oh. No, that's a good break. It yep. was. It was. Yeah. Um, I don't have a wine for the week. I have one. Yeah? Um, 
at the time of recording, it is mental health awareness week. Yes, it is. It might even be mental health awareness day. I don't know. Maybe that was yesterday. Um, but um, last week I got told by the doctor that I have depression, which is great news. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I sort of it's interesting being told you have depression rather than just saying, "Oh yeah, I feel down. I feel flat," and then being said, "Yeah, so what? What you're feeling is actually something, and you need to treat it." Yeah, and there's quite a difference to. Because whenever you are feeling down or whatever, you're like, I don't know if this quite falls mm. into depression or not, but yeah. to have it confirmed is weird, isn't it? Yeah, real weird. And I don't know, I've told I told quite a few people and you get a lot of mixed reactions when yeah. you tell people. Like, a lot of the time it's sort of like people don't know how to respond. They're uh-huh. like, oh, okay, well, if you need anything, I'm here. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to ask for anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for saying that, though. <laughs> and it is really hard because it is one of the things that you kind of just need to work through yourself. Like, you can reach out for help for others, like, if you're struggling with something or you just need to talk. Yeah. That's all well and good, but it's it's a lot of self-work that you've got to do. Yeah, and when you've got depression, you don't want to do that work. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's really hard. Like, my dad's automatic response was, oh, you need to do something. Get out, get out there, get exercising. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, dad, but, like, my motivation to exercise is at an all-time low, so. It's like baby steps. It's not that easy as just, like, well, it doesn't feel as easy as just jumping up and running around for a bit. No, no, and it's also really tough because – yeah, you're right. You don't feel like doing those things at all. And also, you know those are the things that are mm-hmm. going to help. But yes. Yes, it's it's still not enough. And it's not like anything else where, like, say you break an arm or something like that. And you, it's an easy treatment path. Like, yeah. you know clearly exactly what you have to do. And often you don't have to do much. Yeah. Whereas this is a lot of work to help yourself. And it's like an everyday mental like okay what am I doing today to make sure that I'm going to be better tomorrow yeah and then constantly thinking like am I ever going to be like motivated like I was before yeah yeah <laughs> like how long is it going to take to get back to like where you're operating at that level again yeah yeah it's yeah but really do people say back to me oh yeah I've had that yeah nobody's ever nobody nobody I've said told has been like oh yeah I, I had that I know what you're going through everybody's just like oh okay Oh, nobody said that to you? No. That's so interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. Because I read on the depression website, the New Zealand one, the one with the rugby player guy. Yep. Don't know his name. Not going to learn it. Um, and because I don't like sports chat. Um, <laughs> got a personal policy. Uh, so Love a good personal policy. On that website, because Pete is at a complete loss as to how to help me. He's sort of just like, like I'm... I'll do whatever you tell me to do, but I don't know, like... What's going to help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess everybody else's, everybody's experience is different as well, so... Yeah, that's the other thing. And that's the other thing I'm really mindful... It's funny, I've been pondering on this the last week, because since you said that the doctor advised that you fall within that depression category, I'm like, oh, I want to tell you about my experience, but also that's my experience. Mm. And it's... And I know when, because uh, I've had several episodes where it's been categorized as full-on depression, mm-hmm. like over the last 13 years. And yeah. every time, the what, number one thing that I hated was people telling me, oh, I did this and it helped. Uh, okay. So, yeah. So I try not to yeah. do that. Yeah. I just like to hear that someone else has had it and they, like, feel better. Yeah. <laughs> it does happen. You do get there, but it does take work. I know. Uh, and I saw – and it's just, like – or I, I don't know whether it's just because I've been told I have it uh, or it's something I need to work through. Um, but my, like, Instagram, like, in the last – I guess maybe it's when Mental Health Awareness Week. Um, but it's just been full of mental health stuff and, like – if you're feeling depressed, blah, 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 blah. And one of the ones was um, this 
meme. Oh god, I'm going to try and explain a meme, and we're going to cut this if it absolutely doesn't work. We can post it as well. <laughs> it was this meme, and it was this um, it was me, and then it says I should get out of bed, and then it was me, and it was two pictures of Kermit, and he was just like lying there with his eyes open, like in bed, and like nah, I'm not getting out. And underneath she, the the person who wrote it was running about how depression feels like this and how she or for her it was and how the best thing that people who have depression is need is not for you to say you're going to be there for them it's that you're going to say right I'm taking you to do this I'm coming over and watching the movies I'm going to come over and wash your dishes for you or do something for you so you feel a little less like you've got so much on your plate yeah yeah I I saw that that's a great it's a great meme yeah and I was like that's that actually sums up quite well how I feel mm. what would help right now. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I don't know. Working through it. And I think we're going to do an episode on it, aren't we? Yeah. I definitely think we need to do a like a joint episode on anxiety and depression. Yeah. Because it hand, goes hand in hand, doesn't yeah, it? 100%, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And that's, yeah, that's so true. Um, That person's post the other day with that Kermit meme. It is just the sheer overwhelm of. Ah, oh, I read a really good post today. It, it's the sheer overwhelm of like there's so many tasks to be done today. I don't even. I can't even start. Yeah, I can't even start. And this article that I read today it was actually um, Kirsten Bell. She. Oh really? Yeah, she had a post in a Women's Health magazine and um, kind of shared a little bit of her experience. And, and she said that on the days where she really struggles, she just takes it back to it's like a reoccurring theme, theme through like the AA um, program. Ah. And it's just one step at a time. You're like, okay, I'm going to get out of bed now. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to clean my teeth. Yeah. Okay, I'll put my shoes on. Like break it down that much. Yeah. To like just get you moving. Yeah. And that generally is how I get out of bed at the moment. So. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. 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 It's a good article. Cool. You'll have to share it to me. I will. I'll send it to you. (laughs) Cool. So that was a wine. Yeah, we'll come back and do an episode on this one. Yay! (laughs) And try and keep some fun in it. (laughs) Yep. Definitely. Awesome. So, words of wisdom. Yeah, do you have them? I do. Cool. So this is, I read it in um, Sarah Wilson's I Quit Sugar book, and it is... By from another person called Arthur. I'm gonna try and say his name, and I'm really Ooh. sorry. Nah, I don't even know if I can. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Chopin Hayer. Yep. Do you that, want to have a go? No, that's that's a good go. <laughs> I don't know who he is. I didn't look it up. Probably should have. But hey, I've got depression. <laughs> <laughs> that was one more thing to do. What did he say? Oh, dear. Pete's really hating that because I'm using that quite a lot at the moment. Oh, it's, really? It's going to get old really quick. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, all truth passes through stages. First, it is ridiculed. Second, it is violently opposed. And third, it is accepted as being self-evident. That's it. That's good. I feel like that relates to a lot. Yeah, I was just going to say, you could apply that to nearly every single situation. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like climate change. Yes. I feel like people are violently opposed at the moment. Mm-hmm. Soon, hopefully, eventually, it'll become like self-evident. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. <clears throat> because we've definitely been through the ridiculed time. I feel, I feel like we've gone through ridicule and now we're at like... People are on one side or the other yeah. and there's no in-between. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And it goes for um, just everything in life. Like when you try it, when you work through accepting things. Yeah. I think. It's very wise. Wise words of wisdom. Wise words of wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> sugar? Sugar. Let's talk about sugar. So uh, Sarah Wilson said that this is, that, 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 that words of wisdom was sort of, she put it in her book because often when you get asked, why have you quit sugar? You, you get a, you sort of get a reaction, an automatic like, oh, I can't believe you're doing that. Doing Why that. are you doing that? You don't need to do that. Exactly. Yep. So ridiculed, violently opposed, and then self-evident. Yep. Yeah. 
So I think, true. I think that's probably how I've mentally gone through it as well since, since, like, I don't know, the beginning of this year. Yeah. Mm. Since mm. Uh, Beyond the Pill. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so um, I often say I'd rather peel my eyeballs out than talk about diet, but let's do it. Yep. <laughs> let's try and make this uh, <laughs> enjoyable. <laughs> Why did we pick a subject? No, it's good. It's good fun. I want to talk about it. It's a good topic. It is a good topic, and people need to like hear it, I reckon. Yeah, and we can just share our experiences. Cool. So where do you want to start? Well, first off, how about we clarify when we're talking about quitting sugar we're talking about quitting fructose yes you've gone into like a very like position with your body Sorry. there Rachel I was like stretching out because my arm was cramping and <laughs> I'm just very sort of like paint me like one of your French girls I'm, <laughs> I'm very sore from box fit <laughs> I think I think it's just interesting we're we've moved rooms and we're on a bed and it's um <laughs> That makes it sound very sensual. We're sitting on the edge of a bed. <laughs> Prime podcast location. Yes, uh, describe the sugar. Okay. So, sugar, just quick rundown. Sugar is 50, 50 glucose and fructose. So, obviously, your body can process glucose and knows what to do with it. But fructose, it can't help cope with large amounts. So when you say sugar is 50-50, is that like the white stuff? Yep. Okay. Yep, the white stuff. And when we're talking about quitting sugar, we're talking about quitting um, the refined sugars. Yes. yes yep. So not natural sugars, not talking about fruit or anything like that. Um, and I know there's that whole argument, sugar's natural, why can't you eat it? Mm, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, basically your yeah gl- fructose is metabolized by your liver, and when there's large quantities, it can't cope with it very mm. well, and then it starts storing it as fat and um, often stored around your liver and get fatty liver disease, um, and all sorts of flow-on effects because it can't cope with the large quantities that are in our Western diet. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things in the... I'm going to keep referring back to the I Quit Sugar book because that's what I've read recently and that's what I use to quit sugar. Yeah. Um, but it's not the only resource out there and I think we're going to go over some resources at the end. But um, yeah, she said there is that argument where people say, well, sugar's natural, it, sh- it you should be able to eat it. But it's sugar is natural, but it's the amount of sugar that we're exposed to is nothing like what our bodies were made to be exposed. We were made to have like a few berries here and there when we found them in the forest when we were yeah. running wild. Not to eat a blog of chocolate every single day. Yeah, which I I do miss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, we are at this point. Yes. Okay, so that's that's fructose is the one that we can't process properly. Yeah. And glucose is the one we can process properly. Yeah. And then... So, so to break that down just a little bit more, okay. <laughs> our bodies know how to regulate the amount of glucose in the blood. So our pancreas um, creates hormone insulin, which deals with that, makes sure that we're getting the right amount, but it doesn't do that with fructose. Yeah. And it... And it takes a lot of um it's very taxing on the liver to turn fructose into other other molecules and it uses all its energy doing that and then it doesn't have energy to do other things that it's meant to be doing so processing all the other bad shit you're putting in there poor liver it's got a lot to do (laughs) yeah it sure does yeah um and so the insulin is that appetite control hormone yes that's what um so i've been reading a book that we were we're considering doing um, Why We Sleep by Matthew Matthew someone. And uh, he talks about, he's a neuroscientist and is focused on sleep. And he says that when um, there's been studies done that uh, the less sleep you get, um, your body is less able to listen to insulin. 
Mm. So if you get less than eight hours sleep, your body's less likely to listen to insulin and then it doesn't know how to like absorb the glucose properly. And that's also why you get diabetes and weight gain and all that sort of stuff. So basically be better. Um, no, you need (laughs) (laughs) just cut to the chase. (laughs) Basically you need to be sleeping and eating less sugar so that you're actually like able to process the stuff. Your body can cope. Yeah. Yeah. So So true. In Lara Bryden's book, she talks a lot about insulin resistance. Yeah. What is that, Rachel? Oh, very good question. (laughs) I'm glad you prepared me with this one. Um, So basically what normally happens is after you eat, your hormone insulin rises and it stimulates your liver and your muscles to take up that sugar um, from your blood blood and convert it into energy, like use it as a resource. Um, And your blood sugar will fall and then the insulin will fall. However, insulin resistance is when your blood sugar may be normal, but the insulin but your insulin will be high. And this is because your liver muscles are not responding properly to the insulin. So your pancreas just keeps making more. Right. And too much um, insulin increases inflammation and pushes the calories that you're eating into fat storage. Right. So why was she talking about it in her book? Because it also impairs ovulation. Ah, and ovulation is key. Exactly. You've got to ovulate to be healthy. Well, it's like a report card. Yeah, and the the ovulation is like when you get all the good stuff. Yeah. Like all the good hormones and things. Yeah, exactly. So we want that. We want that, but we don't want the babies. Well, I currently don't want the babies. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's a fine line. Getting the things that you want, but the things that you don't. (laughs) Oh dear. Yeah. yeah. So basically, we can't, we also can't regulate, there's no off switch when you're eating fructose. Right. So you can eat and eat and eat. That's why you have a dessert stomach. Yeah. Because you're still hungry for dessert. Oh God, I love dessert. Yeah. So basically, fructose makes us fat. We can't, can't stop, <laughs> eat, we can't stop eating it and it makes us eat more. And it turns everything into fat. Yeah, because your your liver can't process it and it turns it into fat. Because it can't process it into the energy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, because there's this this line that I feel like was, I don't know, we grew up with the food pyramid and fat was the, like, thing we weren't allowed to eat sitting at the top. Yes. But um, in Sarah Wilson's book, she says that, that information was based on a study in the 1950s and 60s where they basically just cherry-picked the information they wanted out that proved that fat was causing cholesterol, high cholesterol and heart disease and stuff. And then Rachel's, like, nodding feverishly at me. Furiously. <laughs> Furiously? <laughs> feverishly? Same, same. Yeah. Um, and the – so it was, like, seven countries out of 22 had this fat um, connection and then the other maths don't know how many there were the rest of the countries 15 other 15 countries um actually disproved that theory and it was actually pointed to sugar but because it got picked up and those cherry picked ones were the ones that were looked at then that became the the, the thing that everybody told us yeah yeah and isn't it that one that they they knew it wasn't right, but they went with it anyway because they had there was excess corn um, in yes. the states, and they needed to tu- they were turning it into high fructose corn syrup, which they wanted to get rid of. So they needed to make ma- ba- fat the bad guy, so that they could push all the sugar into mm. all these other foods. So they it was basically a marketing ploy. That's crazy, yeah. You could they've changed the state of the world just by fudging numbers fudging numbers and misreading the science yeah crazy it's quite scary it's terrifying actually now you think about it you're like oh god what have i been told Mm. that isn't real and then you're like oh my gosh is my life not real and then you spiral quite a lot and then you're like (laughs) what's the point (laughs) oh no (laughs) yeah yeah so um it's 
absolutely mind-blowing when you start reading about it. And the more and more you read, the more studies like that you find out about. Yeah. It's it's mind-blowing. Yeah. And as always, this is just a light review of what we've come across. And if you feel that you want more information, go and get it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so they recommend about five to nine teaspoons of sugar a day, um, which is the equivalent of about two to three small pieces of fruit. Mm-hmm. But I looked up some New Zealand stats. Two to three small pieces of fruit. So how much is that like a, it's not even a whole apple. Is one serving or as your serving for the day? As your serving for the day. I reckon one apple, apple would be part of your serving for would the day. Would that be one or would that be two of your serving? I would say that would be two because an apple can be quite large. Oh, an apple's two to three teaspoons. Exactly. So you can go up five to nine. So oh, okay. You're all right. You can have bloody three you can apples. Have three apples. And then you have your three servings of fruit. You're good. Nailed it. <laughs> Fit it in. All in a day. Anyway, sorry I interrupted with my no, apple chat. <laughs> no, that's very good. Let's give it context because what's a teaspoon? You're I know. Not just eating a teaspoon. Yeah, well, I just picture like going up to the jar of like sugar and just like spooning it and chucking it in my mouth. That's my sugar for the day. Yeah, almost like like snorting it, lining it up on the bench and just be like, <laughs> well, it is like a drug. It is basically a drug. Yeah. Oh, but I looked up some um, New Zealand stats, and it said that New Zealand is one of the higher has one of the highest consumption rates in the Western world. Really? Yeah, we consume each person approximately fifty four kgs of sugar in a year, which fifty four kgs, which equates to thirty seven teaspoons a day. Fifty four kgs. That's a it's like lot a small of sugar. human. That's like a little kid. Yeah, exactly. You're eating a kid's worth of sugar a year. Wow. Hmm. Okay. When you put it like that, that's a lot. I know. I know. Far <laughs> out. Um. So, what are some of the benefits of quitting sugar? Well, personally, I only have my personal benefits. I haven't looked them up. but um, And it's actually really hard to tell because I've had a lot of things going on that... There's a lot of variables. There are a lot of variables, like quitting the pill, uh, taking all these supplements, um, and changing... I currently don't use any sort of face wash or anything um but anyway my pimples have gone down dramatically since quitting sugar and quitting the pill so double whammy yeah and taking zinc which is lara's go-to for um skin skin stuff uh and definitely less like not bloated but like puffy yeah well Sugar is inflammatory. Right, yeah. So I feel less puffy. Yeah. And I know I should it shouldn't matter because, you know, we're um body neutral and I don't care what my body looks like, I just care about the rest of my day, but I just yeah, sometimes you do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a work in progress. Exactly. And I know we've talked about this before, but sometimes it's just nice for your pants to fit nicely. <laughs> yeah, you're not sitting there uncomfortable. Yeah, with the top button undone and you yeah. know what? You could just buy bigger pads, though. I know, but I have this problem where I don't have money for new pants. <laughs> so I've got to fit into the clothes I have. Well, yes. And then why have I? Yeah, because we have to buy ethical pants. And because mm. that's why I'm sewing bloody buttons onto my pants exactly. and holding them together with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because I'm refusing to buy a new pair. Resourceful. You're reusing. You're helping. Yeah, exactly. You're helping reduce your waste. Yeah. So that's what I've noticed, and I'm um, less snacking, mm. way less snacking. It's I only have one snack a day. Because fructose makes you hungry. It's crazy. Mm. I, yesterday, no, day before yesterday, we had like a shared morning tea, and I had one of those bliss ball things that had dates and raisin, raisins, dates and something in them, and um, I could feel myself like not like, I could just keep eating them. Like, I didn't have any sort of control. Uh, like, yeah, it like wasn't filling me, me up. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that so funny? Because oh, I know we haven't talked about this yet, but you've 
just finished doing the eight weeks and quitting sugar and isn't it so funny when you remove it from your diet you notice the sweetness of things and you notice how your body reacts yeah i felt and i had a couple of strawberries as well so i so um, we'll just go into it shall we yeah Um, i did the eight week quit sugar program i quit sugar program that sarah wilson does in her book and in her i quit sugar book yep and um i did that because um since beyond the pill reading that book and then all of the period related books since then and the lara's lara bryden's book basically she says stop eating sugar and and then i read the sleep one and i'm like okay it's the everybody is telling me stop eating sugar so i probably should need to listen to them and so i tried this eight week thing and it's very it um gradual she's it's an awesome approach it's not like go go cold turkey it's like sort of ease yourself into it and um she treats it as like an experiment just see how you feel see how it goes yeah don't don't beat yourself up type thing yeah if you fall off the wagon oh yes just try and um notice what that did and how that affected you and what what how you feel about that or how you feel about that and yeah. the um and continue the process which is really cool and really kind and that's why i think i liked that's a similar approach to the low tox life which i feel like is now my bible um <laughs> it's just it's just actually like achievable yeah and we've got so many other pressures in our life we don't need to throw another one on ourselves so yeah their, yeah, yeah, their approach is awesome. Yeah, so I've been doing the eight week program, and I'm just finished my eighth week. Um, today. That's so exciting. Yeah, so I'm just I've basically decided I'm out on sugar at the moment. Yeah, for the foreseeable future, I've I'm making my wedding cakes, and I'm making sugar free wedding cakes. That's so cool. And I'm actually making them gluten free as well because my best friend's husband is gluten intolerant so he's gonna have cake it's just easy to yeah and actually i do like i don't like gluten-free cakes are really nice i, I like know them. they're like more i hate this word moist they're more <laughs> moist <laughs> they are more moist yeah it's because it's how it's how it sounds is how it is yeah it's just it's actually quite a good descriptive word yeah and it's a great word for describing cakes Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so wedding cake's sugar-free, and um, it's currently it's cake-tober, so we're in October, and and then um, wedding's in December, so cake-tober, and then no cake-fember, and then wedding. Exciting times. Yeah, it is exciting. I think the people in the office are loving it because I'm bringing in cakes all the time to Yep. for them to try i'm definitely appreciating it well especially because you can eat them because there's sugar exactly yeah so um do you want to tell me about or tell us about or those thousands of listeners we have out there <laughs> so many listeners um about your experience i can do that um it's quite a long i'm gonna cut it short it's been a long journey. A long journey. It's when did it been start? A long journey. So it started in 2013. Um, and interesting, we'll just tie it back to what we're talking about at the start. But the reason why I first started researching and first like quit sugar for the first time, gave it a go, mm. was when I was severely depressed. Oh, it's when I was on the pill, mm-hmm. and I was not in a good place. So I was like trying to do all this work i was doing absolutely everything to like get out of that hole yeah and sugar was one of the things um that has an impact on anxiety and depression so i'm like right. let's give it a go yeah. so i read absolutely everything <laughs> i did yeah. all of the research mm-hmm. sarah wilson's i quit sugar book is how i did i did that eight-week program mm-hmm. to begin with um absolutely loved it such a great resource i love her approach and i also love that all her recipes and stuff she aims to use everything yeah like there's no waste yeah it's just that whole if you go low sugar you go low waste and low tox at the same time yeah 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 which is awesome and you're like eating you're beefing up all of the vegetables and stuff that you need 
to um have a more healthy menstrual cycle as well which is like yes that's what i want so yeah yeah it was ideal for me and when i told the doctor she's like oh what's your diet like and i was like oh at the moment i've quit sugar and she's like oh that could be contributing and i'm like wait i have to clarify i'm not quit all sugar i'm still having starchy carbs and i i don't i just don't eat like refined, refined sugar. sugar and she's like oh no that's okay i'm like thank god <laughs> yeah yeah no 100 percent. definitely need to clarify that as well yeah um it's not it's not keto it's not low to a low low, low carb low, it's not low carb yeah. yeah and it's what i really like about it is you kind of stop eating crap because often when you're buying like something at the store it's got sugar added into it because Mm. they add sugar to absolutely everything Mm. and i think when i first read the book and started reading labels and stuff back then i cut so much out of my diet i just don't buy it anymore because the percentage of sugar in it it's not needed and it's through the roof yeah i don't need to be adding that into my diet yeah and i love that that um the tip she gives you to work out how much the percentage of the sugar is in it is you look at the label and you look at um the 100 grams section and if it under the sugar if it says like four grams that means it's four percent sugar yeah if it says 40 grams, it means it's 40% sugar. Yeah. And I, I'm like, oh, this is just so simple. I don't like really reading all of the ingredients and I don't understand half the stuff. But if I can just go to one number and be like, oh, yeah, that's under six grams sugar, I'm good to go. Yeah, so easy, right? Yeah. yeah. So easy. One of the most I remember, um, it didn't impact me because I hate sweet chili sauce, <laughs> but, but one of the horrifying facts when i first started researching all this was that most sweet chili sauces are between 56 and 60 percent sugar well you know there are a lot of sweet in this the chili is the, the other 50 chili. cents 50 yeah. cents 50 percent i know that's just a bucket load of sugar yeah yeah anyway so anyway. you decided to go and you started yes yes so we uh did the eight-week program absolutely loved it basically stayed sugar-free for like a good year and a half that's a good effort and over that time I also went off the pill I got out of that black hole I was Mm -hmm. in a good frame of mind um and then after that oh what year so 2013 14 that takes us to um kind of the beginning of 2015 so sugar-free only made like sugar-free snacks and stuff like that like didn't eat anything Mm. and then maybe for up until 2018 I didn't I wasn't eating sugar regularly Mm. but I wouldn't say no at occasions and things because I really don't like being that person yeah and like if my grandma is offering me like a cake that she's made or a slice I just feel terrible saying no so I, I wouldn't buy it I wouldn't make it but if I was in a situation where I was being offered it and I felt okay to eat it, I would. Yeah. Um, which worked really well for me, mm-hmm. really well. And then 2018 through to this year, mm. I stopped eating sugar three months ago now. So up until then, I was on an awful roller coaster yeah. of like sugar multiple times a week, <laughs> like couldn't get enough. I was deep, deep, yep. deep, deep. Yeah. Um, and yeah, now been sugar free for three months and feel so much better in myself. And that was actually the decision to do that was spurred by the doctor telling me that I was in that depression category again. So mm. I'm like, I know what works. I just have to do yeah, it. Know what to fix? How to fix this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the things that well, will yeah. help. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I find it helps my moods dramatically yeah. yeah like even jono it's like yeah you're you're like moods are way more stable when you're yeah. not eating that crap <laughs> so that's a big enough reason to keep not eating it yeah um and yeah yeah there's just so many like you said like both on so many with supplements at the moment and there's so many variables to know exactly what is going on yeah but yeah that's my experience in a nutshell. That sounds like a good experience, and it's kind of good to know that um, you got to the point where you could could accept sugar at some like when occasionally, yeah, when you felt you needed to. <laughs> yeah, 
Like when I didn't want to offend people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think I'm just going to continue, like, not... I'm, I'm not going to buy it, I'm not going to make it, and when there's an occasion where it comes up, I'll be okay with it. Yeah. But I'm not going to actively reach for it. Yeah. I'm at the point where I just don't want to go backwards. Because mm. after our 30-day detox, 30-day, uh, not detox, Um, what's the word? The 30-day program. 30-day program Um, from Beyond the Pill. If you haven't listened to the episode, go back and listen to it. Um, <laughs> Definitely a good one. I can't remember if it's a good one or not. <laughs> um, but after that, I basically just yeah, went back straight back to sugar and like lost the plot again. I really have a problem with sugar and that's why I can't. Because um, some people might, some people can have amazing self-control and they can have a little bit and then they carry on with their lives and all that sort of stuff. But I'm, and I'm talking refined sugar, I'm not talking all sugar, um, like I'll still have a little bit of fruit and things like that, but I'm not going to go like, and really, really dark chocolate. Yeah. And, um, all those things. Once you've done the eight, eight week program, you're not cutting all fructose. You're actually bringing a little bit back in and you can make like, like you can make cakes and stuff that are sugar, refined sugar free that are still okay to eat, but you're just not going to be eating them as a meal. Yeah, exactly. There's something on the side just special occasions sort of situations i guess yeah 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 no i agree i'm not one of those people either i'm like if i have a little bit i have it all i can't just have one piece of chocolate i've got to eat the whole block yeah chocolate is my nemesis slash my best friend yeah <laughs> love hate situation chocolate is my frenemy <laughs> oh man i freaking love chocolate i know i know um, yeah. it, and it's quite funny. I'm definitely not at that point where I would eat like full sugar things, but I did get there and I know it can be done again. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good after my, after my. Yeah. Eight weeks. And my eight weeks. I'm feeling pretty proud of myself. For That's managing cool. It. it is an achievement. And I have found that people have stopped offering me sugar now. That's nice. You know, how that month when we did Beyond yeah. the Pill, they would still offer me stuff and I'd have to be like, no, I'm on this yeah. hormone balancing thing. And now, like, I'm just like, nah, don't eat sugar. Yeah. Letters. Yeah. Yeah. And what I find quite nice about that is it's not an option. It's not another decision to make. Because you get, I, well, I get overwhelmed with the, how many decisions there are in a, to make in a day and just what's for dinner and what's that but if you're being offered something like oh do I have it do I not and now it's just like straight up no yeah I really I like that I like simple things <laughs> you live a simple life I like the simple life <laughs> <laughs> okay Paris <laughs> <sighs> so good oh gosh all right um what's next um so we didn't just I've got a few more facts. Oh, I love a good good list of facts. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Do you know that both New Girl and um Brooklyn Nine Nine, they both say that as one of their like catchphrases? Yep. They're always like cool, 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 cool. No, they don't. Yep. When? I honestly, I can't even think of a time that they've done it. And I, what, what, I was watching Brooklyn Nine Nine and New Girls simultaneously. Yes, yeah, no, they do. Jess says it quite frequently. Uh, <laughs> you're looking at me like, look it up, look it up. <laughs> I'll send you a clip because <laughs> uh, I definitely picked it up from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, because yeah. he's. I freaking okay. If Jess says it. She says it less frequently oh, yes. than in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yep, definitely. She doesn't, because Jake says it, like, all the time. Yeah. but they No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. No. But they started doing it. And I don't know if it was near where that crossover episode was, oh, and it was only right. for a short amount of time. That would probably make sense. That would make sense. Mm. I still got to, yep. Star Trek. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I love both of them, though. Me too. Anyway. Oh, Um, so one of the really confusing things about quitting sugar is that there's over 61 different names for it. And they like 61. Over 61. Over 61. Yeah. That's what my information tells me. (laughs) And so if you're looking at a label and you don't see sugar listed, they've put it as something else. 
Ah, so that's when you go to the list of the the grams thing, surely. Yep, yep. grams per, per hundred to find out how much sugar there is in it. Uh, what I found interesting was that milk has like sugar into it, but because it's lactose-related sugar or something, it's yep. not the same. Yep, so it's, it's, I think it's the first 5 to 6% of sugar found in dairy products is naturally occurring and is related to that lactose, so it doesn't have the same effect. Right, okay. Yeah, but anything above that and it's added sugar. Right, okay, okay, cool, good to know. Yeah, really interesting. 61 different names. I know. A lot of them like scientific names. Um, Some of them are, yeah, and like multidextrin and like reparative sugar and they just put it like in different names and like coconut sugar and all of those type of things. I can't remember where I read it, but they gave you a list of the 10 most common. Right. To look out for those. Yeah. It may have been in one of Sarah Wilson's like blog posts or something Uh, like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, really, really helpful. That was my last fun fact. Oh, I thought you had more. I was really yeah, excited. I was no. like hanging out for the more facts. No. That was okay. That was the main one. Well, I think the overall outcome of, of this life chat is that <laughs> just reduce your sugar. Give it a go. Yeah, fructose is the baddie, yeah. glucose is the goodie. Yeah. But you don't want to demonize it either. Oh god, now I've gone down the track of demonizing sugar. I know, I know, and I really don't like the idea of good and bad food or whatever. Yeah, and saying, oh, I've been really naughty today. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that, the other approach of Sarah's that I really like is that she's like crowd out with like the veggies and mm. the other foods first, and then if you feel like it, have a little bit. Yeah. But don't make it like the main event. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That works too. Yeah. The funny, mm, she does recommend having... um like a tablespoon of coconut oil organic oh yes you've been doing that i haven't been the last couple of weeks because i actually can't stomach again like i'm too like i don't need it yeah but when i first started it was like one of those things that got me through the afternoon without me running off to buy buy and buy a brat brown oh my god a brat brownie i think i just had a stroke um (laughs) i'm (laughs) <laughs> was one of the things that stopped me from going off and buying a brownie yeah. at my afternoon tea time because I needed some like sugar hit to get me through the last yeah. two hours of work. Yeah, and that's um yeah, that's the thing she does recommend, like eating those fat like the fat foods that you've been told not to eat all these years because they actually fill you up. Yeah. Which is really exciting because I have always liked uh savory over sweet. Like I've been other than chocolate chocolate um <laughs> savory is my go-to like yeah. i can't walk into a bakery it gives me a headache because it's so sweet smelling and there i never have been able to yeah um even as a kid um and it's like pies and things like not necessarily good fats but um yeah like the savory type things that i'm like all good with I the love cheese <laughs> cheese yeah cheese, cheese exactly mm. yeah so so good ah I'm so happy for you. <laughs> so yeah. happy. It's really hard not to become. Well, no, it's not. Uh, what I what I'm conscious of not becoming is a person who talks about their diet so regularly because I don't like diet mm. chat. I almost have a personal policy against it, and um, yeah. So it's like trying to like just be aware that other people don't have the same choices as you in life, and they don't need to hear about why you've got sugar all of the time yeah yeah I agree but the other on the other side of that is I find it really hard because I'm like oh my gosh I feel amazing for doing this I want everyone to know that you can feel this good yeah that's true but then also I'm the same I don't bother I don't bother talking to to people about it who aren't interested yeah yeah if if that's a good point like I think in the low tox life bible um she says questions are your invitation to speak yes so rather than preaching at people yeah so if you start getting questions about something that's your opportunity to like talk about it and let your how you feel about something and how wonderful you think it is known you don't need to walk up to someone and say you shouldn't be doing that a hundred percent it's so true so true 
Yeah, but um, so do you have some? I only, I only have one resource, and it's basically Sarah Wilson's I Quit Sugar book. Yeah, good resource. <laughs> That's the only one I have currently. Really good resource. Um, she she also has her own blog, which is I'm pretty sure it's sarahwilson.com.au, and she's got lots of really good articles about her experience and how she got to where she is today, how she tried it out as an experiment, and her whole um. Yeah, her whole, yeah, take on it. Really good um, blog posts on her website. Um, there was I Quit Sugar. There's all the I Quit Sugar books, which are really, really helpful. So many recipe books. Mm. So many recipe books. Yeah. And Rachel like, has like, how many? I've only got three of them. Well, she's lent three of them to me and I've got two more from the um, library and I've just been, I've planned out my meals for like the next two months You're based on these books. Sorted. They're so good. <laughs> So good. Um, but I got sugar risk, uh, like the website is no longer, but the recipes from that were on the website are hosted by on the website 28 by Sam Wood. So you can find lots of the recipes online still and you don't necessarily need to go get one of the books. Right. But they are fun. Who is Sam Wood? To be honest, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> but that's where you'll find the recipes. Yes. Okay. Yep. Another book that I found really helpful when I – um, first start of this journey is called Sweet Poison by David Gillespie and he goes into the more like the science side of things like to help explain how it kind of reacts in your body and does he talk about like GABA and um, these are things we've not even gone into and I just like glossed over them very and like um, soft carbs I think he does okay he's got multiple books but, right um, Sweet Poison did sweet, you say Sweet Poison is the one I've read I know he's got many more okay yeah. cool um, and two documentaries um, that are really good the first one is called That Sugar Film and it's about a guy and he basically eats what's a typical um, Western diet. So like cereal for breakfast with flavoured yogurt on it mm-hmm. and like tomato sauce on his burgers and like all of that type of thing and shows you how much sugar he's actually eating in a day and they do all like the physical tests on him to show what it was like before he did this yeah. and then afterwards and see how he yeah. um did you have to watch that one where he ate only McDonald's for like a year in health class in high school? No. I had, We had to watch. I think we watched it like twice. It was called what? Super Size Me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to watch it in health and that was disturbing because he ate only only McDonald's meals for an oh, entire year. Oh, is that the one where and they asked him if he wanted to supersize it, he had to agree? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know yeah. the one you're talking about and now. And supersize is ginormous. We do not have supersize in New Zealand, and it is huge. I'm pleased it's not not here. <laughs> it's, just, it's unreal. It's like a gallon of Coke, isn't it? Yeah, Ugh. it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know whether it's a gallon of Coke. I don't have I it. I feel like it's a huge amount. Um, And the last... I don't even know what a gallon is. Like a massive amount. I couldn't tell you how many liters it <laughs> it's is. Wrong. Is it imperial? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's not like, the metric system. Not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> not needed. Not needed. To be honest, if someone said grab me a liter of something, I wouldn't be able to measure it, even if I knew what. A, like no. Should I? No. No. Anyway, sorry. I'm going to tell you a funny story about that later. <laughs> it's not for other people's ears. <laughs> Yes. Um, and the last uh, documentary is called Serial Killers, and serial as in the breakfast cereal. Oh, uh, right. Yes. Yep. Both. Um, both very good watches. Uh, do you think that they're um, almost like because they're obviously you know when you watch a documentary? Um, oh man, I'm having a mere <laughs> a documentary, and it uh, you can. You can often tell that it's made by people for that industry. Like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, kind of like if it's biased or not. Yes, there we go, biased. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Um, the, the, that sugar film is really good because it just shows you his experience. It's not right. trying to... Put you th- off. Well, it yeah, does well, put it you does off. Yeah, well, it does put you off. And they just give you facts. Like, yeah. it's, it's really good. Um, serial killers. I think it's a like it's a good 
is a good balance as well. It it is a little bit like um, holy crap, what is going on? Mm. It, it is a bit shocking. Yeah, that's the word, shocking. Yeah. Um, but also I, I think with these documentaries, you you just watch them, and if you've got any questions, you do your own research as well. Yeah, always. You, you kind of got to because you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Man. <laughs> A lot. I'm just thinking, I can't remember if it's in Serial Killers or if it's another documentary that I've watched. Or maybe it's in that sugar film. I'm so confused. But um, <laughs> there's this place in the States and these poor kids um, have been given Mountain Dew. Yes. I think that's in the sugar film. I that's haven't watched it, but I, I feel like that sugar film had like a real big surge like last year or maybe the year before and everybody had watched it. I think it was on like TV or something. Yeah. And yeah, I, I remember people mentioning that. Oh my gosh, these poor kids, they're being given like Mountain Dew in their bottles, like like baby bottles. Baby bottles. Yeah, <gasps> and they've got this, uh, they call it Mountain Dew mouth and they've just got like no teeth. It's, it's scary. That's terrifying. It's really, really scary. That's like, you'd hope people would have the mental faculties not to do that it's normal for them yeah which is so sad and they basically followed these it was like this um group of dentists that would like go in and help and try and educate yeah that type of thing wow yeah because you just i can't even i can't even i can't even comprehend that no neither and even before quitting sugar, I didn't like fizzy. I've, yeah. I've never liked fizzy, so I can't imagine drinking it all the time. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> my parents um, have just been um, in Canada and Alaska, yeah. and they did this little cruise around the glaciers in Alaska. Right. And there was this one American guy on their, um, on their cruise, and at breakfast, he would be drinking like huge like a whole bottle of coke for breakfast a whole bottle a whole bottle of coke but he was adding sugar sachets into his bottle of coke what yeah adding sugar to it yeah why he was sitting mum said he was sitting at the table ripping off the sugar sachets for like your coffee and stuff pouring it into his bottle of coke mixing it up and then drinking it do you think maybe he had like a um a mental not a mental a like a medical uh reason to have need that much sugar in his life no they they said no <laughs> they he, said no he was also buttering his hash browns butter on your hash browns mm. wow yeah i don't think he'd be very well oh his poor liver i know <laughs> the stress it's putting on his liver <gasps> oh, oh no yeah sometimes you just i guess You've just got to accept people for their, who they are. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm worn out. <laughs> I think that's enough for tonight. I think that was great, chat. Cool. All right. Well, I guess um, we'll listen. No. Oh, God. I don't we'll, know how to end. It's, we'll we'll it's, talk to you next time. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs> Come back and hear what we've got to say next week. <laughs> I have no idea what it's about, so it's going to be great. Um. Also, if you want oh, to talk yeah. to us. Talk to us? You want to talk to us? We have an email. We do have an email. It is basically beingbeard at gmail.com. And we're also on Instagram at basicallybeingbeardr. And we're also on Twitter. <laughs> Still don't know our handle. Don't know how to make it work. I think it's at basicallybeingpod. I think you said that last time as well. Mm, still haven't confirmed. <laughs> Maybe just don't find us on Twitter. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I think we share some good stuff. I think we do too. I think we're right on to it. Yeah, on the money. Um, but anyway, I mean, if you want the exciting adventure that is our Twitter, come along, yeah, join. It's a journey. Work out who we are and find us, and do whatever the the thing that you do on Twitter is. Tweet. No, I think you follow, don't you? Oh yeah, you follow. Yep, you follow people, and you tweet, and you like, and you. I think do tweet. Yeah, you re and you retweet. <laughs> okay, we gotta go. We've gotta go because we have no idea. All right, <laughs> see you guys later. Bye.
Miss Libby and Better with Rachel and Abby Who are trying to eat better and to watch less telly They're trying to save the world and to be truly happy And dish and have some advice as our best babe Shelly Miss Libby and Better and build a better life So remove your scarlet letter and give that more high fives Yeah, our mothers, daughters, sisters, aunties, girlfriends and wives We're best Libby and Better, ladies, for the rest of our lives Heavy breathing into the mic. <laughs> really thinking you know, about that question. Yeah. <laughs> Should we start? I can't spell Chihuahua. <laughs>